humbly, not respectfully. What's going on? What's going on, everybody? I am back. I am so excited to be back. I want to first thank everybody again just for supporting us. I was a little sick over the holidays. Actually, my wife and my son and I, we all kind of got a little little common cold over the holidays. No COVID, thank you, God. But it was a rough couple weeks, so I definitely had to push the podcast back. But I want to first wish everybody a very, very, very happy new year. I hope everybody's new year is starting off exactly how you willed it and wished it to be. I know everybody has resolutions and we're ready to get those things in motion. So happy new year to everybody. I pray that God blesses you throughout the, the balance of this year. Maintain your safety and your health for yourself and your family. So let's jump right in it. So this is one of the topics that when I first put the podcast information out that I was doing the podcast, this is one of the episodes that I was really, really looking forward to. And I really wanted a guest on to give a perspective. However, you know, with everything going on over the holidays and actually so many people uh, falling ill over the holidays, you know, I wasn't able to secure a guest for this episode. But that's okay. We're going to have the discussion on social media and we're going to have discussion on this podcast. And, you know, this is, again, is another, just one of those episodes that I'm going to speak to from my own perspective and from experience. And also we're going to have a real discussion about why it's important to get through a, a, a topic like this for people who are holding on to something that they shouldn't. So today's episode is titled, When the Love is Gone, You Hold On to Anything. And it's probably one of the most powerful episodes that we're going to talk about because this one is is going to be a smack in the face. What do you do when you know that you stay in a relationship or have stayed in a relationship for far too long? What do you do? Do you continue to go along with just the status quo and act like there's nothing wrong? And the problem is that so many of us have done it. So many of us have done it. And so many of us look past a lot of the wrongdoings of people in our lives just to say that we have them in our lives. And that's unfortunate because... When that person knows that they're doing something wrong to you and they know that either you're going to forgive them or you're going to continue to dismiss it, there's there's no consequence to their actions. And, you know, music has always been a, a big part of my life. And one of the the songs that really brought me back to this topic was it, it was a song that came out I, I want to say I want to say around 2006 2007 a song by Rihanna titled Unfaithful now I think this song was a play off the movie there's actually a movie um, titled Unfaithful but the song was powerful 
the song and you know i'm not a singer so i'm not going to sing it but just the premise what the subject matter was in the song was in the chorus he says and i know that he knows i'm unfaithful and it kills him inside to know that i'm happy with some other guy so it was one of those situations where you are placed in the 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 perspective and the the foresight of the the man in a relationship who who knows every time or certain times when his woman is leaving the house that she's going to be with somebody else and he's accepted that because either he's afraid of losing her or he doesn't have enough self-confidence to understand that his worth is a little bit more a lot more than someone in his life sharing their love that they're supposed to have for him with somebody else and even cheating on him. And that's been a reality for a lot of us, men and women. You stay too long. What are you staying for? Why are you allowing somebody to disrespect you, to cheat on you, to to go out and have these other moments and other experiences with people just to come home and make you feel like this is normal for you. We live in a society right now where they where social media and this new generation has almost made it seem like cheating and sharing your spouse is normal. And I'm here to tell you that shit ain't normal. It's not normal. It's not cool. So why are you holding on to every little bit of things that you can hold on to just to have somebody in your life who consistently disrespects you and puts you down and makes you feel inferior while giving their moments and their love to somebody else? You know, in this song, Rihanna discusses how every day she knows, he already knows what it is that she's going to do. And it's killing her inside. But she can't stop. And that's what most of us experience. And I say us, again, like I said on this podcast, I'm not going to distance myself from the topics. Even if I, if it's not directly related to my specific situation. But I've been in situations like that before I was married. I've been in situations where... I was dating a woman and found out maybe she was she was unfaithful and I didn't do anything right away trying to salvage the relationship. But this goes so much deeper than that. When the love is gone, you hold on to anything. So many people have allowed love to be an excuse or their 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 thought of love to be an excuse for them to hold on to a relationship they know they shouldn't be in. You know you shouldn't be with that guy. You know that he brings nothing to you. He brings nothing to your life. He brings nothing of value to you. He's only using you for the moment. He's only taking advantage of the love that you're giving him because he knows that you're going to give it to him. And, and people in those situations continue to do it. And I don't understand why. The title of the song comes from a, a song that Lauren Hill did with 
one of my favorite, another one of my favorite artists, Pusha T. And in the chorus, she says, when the love is gone, you hold on to anything. Some do wrong. They'll hold on to anything. But when the void is filled, we can do anything. When love is real, we can do anything. So essentially what she's saying in that chorus is there's so, there's so much that people allow to happen to them in their lives and in their love in their relationships respectively that they just brush past because they can't seem to gain that that part of them that says I'm not going to accept this anymore. So what is it you really holding on to? Why are you holding on? I think it's important in relationships for us to focus on our own happiness, especially if you're in a situation where someone has been consistently taking advantage of you and you can't seem to find the courage to walk away. You're fighting for stolen moments. Your entire life, your entire relationship, you're fighting for stolen moments. You're holding on to every little scrap, every little piece that you can in order to salvage a relationship you know you shouldn't be in. Now, the argument could be on another side. Well, I'm not the type of person to give up. I want to make I want to try and do everything I can to make this relationship work at the cost of what? Your self-respect? Your dignity? That's not that's not being courageous. That's not being a fighter. That's being naive. That's being a pushover. That's letting people walk over you. That's not how it's supposed to go. That's not how love works. Love is not stolen moments. Love is not being cheated on and feeling like it's okay to share your spouse with somebody else. That's not love. That's manipulation. That's this new age way of thinking that I can live a double life only because I say I love you. Only because you should just know. Some people out there right now are living or are, are living and dying in a relationship you know you shouldn't be in. That person has never put you first. All they all they've done was give you lip service. And all you continue to do is go back. We live in a society, we live in a time now where the physical interaction between two people will cause them to hold on longer than anything. It's a running joke, you know, on social media and throughout circles. And it's like some people, they don't want to give up a, a person that's great in bed, you know, just because that's what draws them to that person. This ain't really for y'all. If you're if you're satisfied with that, with just having that in your life, then that's on you. This is for people who are in situations where they are giving their absolute everything, all of their love to somebody, only for that person to consistently shit on them and make them feel like they don't have any other option in this world. You have an option. You don't have to accept that. 
love is a two-way street. Love is supposed to be something real, something deep, and something felt. Love should not be something that you a person puts on a shelf and takes down whenever they feel like having it from you. Or takes down whenever they feel like giving it to you. Stop holding on to little strings of a relationship or memories of a relationship because you're scared to be alone. The most courageous people are the people who aren't afraid to start over and who aren't afraid to step out and say, you know what? I'm not going to accept being disrespected. I'm not going to accept stolen moments. I'm not going to accept 45, 50, 60% of you. You know, we look at relationships now versus when our parents were uh, young and married. You know, most of our parents, you know, I can't say most, but I'm sure a lot of our parents were married younger than, you know, most of us did get married. You know, my parents were married in their 20s. My wife's parents were married in their 20s. A lot of parents were. And we sometimes wonder why relationships lasted longer. I'm going to keep it a buck. That That doesn't mean that that our grandfathers were better men or our fathers were better men. It doesn't. Back then, love meant more than what you see on social media. Yeah, they went through a lot of shit. My parents, your parents, grandparents, some some grandfathers had multiple families. They went through a lot of shit. And sometimes our grandmothers did the same thing I'm preaching about today. They held on to the very little bit of love that they were given because times were a lot different back then. They felt like they didn't have a choice. But for the for a vast majority of our families that our parents that that married young, that love between the parents was more genuine than the shit we see now. The shit we see now is so fleeting, it's so ignorant, it's so mundane and and not filled with anything tangible that it, it comes and goes. People accept the type of disrespect that we wouldn't accept in a hundred lifetimes from somebody else, but there's somebody in some of your lives who, who is like your, they got your card. They know exactly how to pull your strings and you let them. This is for men and women. Why do you keep accepting that shit? Why do you keep accepting somebody who's disrespecting you and, and, and making it seem like it's love and making it seem like it's normal? Brianna said in the chorus of her song, Unfaithful, again, he knows I'm unfaithful and it kills him inside to know that I'm happy with some other guy. That's real life for some of y'all out there, men and women. What is it that keeps you in a situation like that? What what makes you so fervently strong against people who oppose your opinion or oppose your culture, but makes you so docile when it comes to somebody who holds your heart in their hand? That's the question that we need to ask one another and that needs to be answered from this podcast. What is it? Why is it that you become so so broken with someone who's been giving you empty promises and lies for the last four or five years, but you'll fight tooth and nail 
to defend your stance or your your choice of uh, of how you decide to live against other people, but you're dying on the inside. The problem comes because the truth is not being told. And the, and the main people the truth is not being told to is the people who are going through it. You're lying to yourselves. You're lying to yourself and you're being lied to. Self-respect should mean 100% more than any broken promise or empty any empty promise or any lie that anybody in a relationship that's doing this shit is telling you. That's not real. That's not grown man and grown woman behavior. Stop holding on to little strings of the past or memories of the past when you know you shouldn't be in that relationship. You know that relationship isn't good for you. You know that the love that once probably was there is long gone and expired. Because if a person can walk over you any chance they get or any time they want to, and they know that you're not going to do anything, they know that you're not going to leave, they're manipulating you 100%. That is not love. So how do we navigate through this? What's the recourse? This this topic is, is, is important to me because I hate seeing people, good people, being walked on and being mistreated in relationships and feeling like they have no other option but to accept that mistreatment and that disrespect. You have options. You just have to be okay with not having that type of person in your life. You have to be okay with sometimes starting over. You have to be okay with understanding that love is going to come with a sacrifice, but not that sacrifice. Not a sacrifice that's going to keep you up all night. Not a sacrifice that's possibly going to bring you home an STD. Not, not a sacrifice that's possibly going to make you feel less than appreciated or even make you feel depressed and make you feel like you want to take your own life or you want to be recluse from everything and everybody. Because of one person, you're stronger than that. So for the person listening to this that's going through hell with somebody, you're stronger than that. Don't let that weak-ass person take that from you. They don't get to take that from you. You're stronger than that. Show it. Don't be weak. Weak people are the ones who manipulate others for their self-gain. Especially in relationships. They're the ones who shouldn't have the right to your love. They're the ones who shouldn't have the right to your heart. Stop holding on to anything just to be with somebody. Now, the sad reality is a lot of sometimes this issue is based off somebody's someone's status. And you see that mostly amongst younger people. You know, they they get with somebody who has a, a who has a status that's that they feel is you know, commensurate with the life that they want to live and people know them and people respect them and they have access to this and they have access to that. Maybe it's money. Maybe it's, maybe they're famous or maybe 
you know, they provide a certain lifestyle that you feel like you want to maintain and you can't do it without them. That's the first mistake. First mistake is thinking you can't. My father used to tell us growing up, I don't want to hear that word in this house. I don't want to hear the words I can't in this house. Yes, you can. If it takes you starting over and starting from the bottom, if true love is what you desire and true love is what you want, stop letting people walk over you. Stop letting people just feel like they don't have any responsibility to your heart. We have to do better with protecting our peace, especially in relationships that we know have not served us well and properly. Stolen moments. You get a piece of them every so often when they feel like giving you that piece of them. Some some people getting ghosted. Some people in relationships for four or five years and a person don't even want you posting them on social media or or telling people that y'all together. I went through that. I went through dating a young lady who didn't really want people to know that me and her was together. And guess what? She was unfaithful to me. That's the, that's just that's just the God's honest truth. And while our relationship didn't last last nearly as long as a lot of people's relationships did, I still tried to find a way for us to coexist after that in a relationship. But my heart wouldn't let me do it. I tried, but I couldn't find the love no more because all I could think about was that act of disrespect, that that act of disloyalty. And that should be enough. But there are people who have been going through this for years. Another another movie that comes to mind is This Christmas when Regina King's character and her sister's character got into an argument and her sister said, your husband's cheating on you. And she said, I know. But, you know, I'm a I'm a I'm a single mother. I'm not I'm a mother of two and I don't have a degree and I'm I'm not particularly hot on the dating market. That was her mentality. Was that she was willing to accept her husband being unfaithful, having an extramarital affair, giving her mo- the moments he she should have to another woman. She was willing to endure that because she was scared to start over. Everything starts with a decision. Everything. You have to decide what's important to you. Are you going to let people walk over you? Are you going to let that person that you're in a relationship with feel like they can do whatever it is they want to you whenever they want to you because you're afraid of starting over or you're afraid of being alone or you're afraid of what people are going to say or you're afraid of failing or you're afraid of people saying, oh, she lost another relationship. It must be her or it must be him. He, There it is. He he lost another woman. He He, he must not be marriage material. We get so inundated with what the world thinks about what it is that we do for our own happiness that some people are actually willing to endure pain and hurt so that the world can believe that the life that they're living is a beautiful one. 
some people have been mentally and physically and emotionally abused behind the scenes, but stay. Now, I know that physical abuse, domestic violence, that's that's a different topic, and I'm not this this topic isn't referencing domestic violence because I know that just from my own studies and just from uh, having friends who have been in situations of domestic violence, that is a hard situation to leave out of because of fear. That's not necessarily just because, you know, you're holding on to something, but it's, it's more of a fear thing. So I'm not, I'm leaving domestic violence out of it because that's a very, very serious topic that I want to make sure I give the proper respect to when we do talk about it. And we, when we, we will I have an episode uh, on the podcast where we're going to talk about domestic violence. And I absolutely will have guests on for that because that's something that we need to talk about as well. But again, this specific topic is just holding on too long when you should have left a long time ago. Now, on the other side of things. While the main topic for this podcast is referencing relationships, the same thing can be said for friendships. The same thing can be said for uh, family relationships. Sometimes we hold on too long. Sometimes the closest people to you will do the worst damage. You know parts of your family can be toxic. Sometimes you have to love people from a distance, especially if they're toxic in your life. If you've been friends with someone who only calls on you when they need something from you or or who can't be trusted or de- you can't depend on them for anything else, that's not a friend. When the love is gone, you'll hold on to anything. You don't have to hold on to a friendship Just to say you have a friend, especially if that person manipulates you or uses you for their own self-gain. Let 2022 be the year that we get that courage back to say, fuck that. I'm not going to let nobody disrespect me. I'm not going to let nobody take advantage of me. For women, I'm not going to let no man cheat on me. For men, I'm not going to let no woman cheat on me. I'm not going to let anybody do anything to me that I deem inappropriate or disrespectful and stay in my life. We got to put our foot down. I've seen so many people that I know, you know, over the last four or five years, including myself, get married, build families, and I love it. I've seen so many people over the holidays get engaged in uh, baby announcements. I love that because the, the sanctity of the family I feel, in my own opinion, is returning to what it was when we were growing up. People are starting to see why love is important. Men are starting to to take ownership of their relationships and say, you know what? This woman been by my side forever and we've been going through. I'm going to make a, I'm going to do the right thing and get married. Make an honest woman out of her as the saying goes. Women are starting to say, look, bruh. If, if 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 you ain't bringing nothing else to the table that's going to benefit me, you can't be in my life. And that's exactly how it should be. That's exactly how it should be. When I started dating Tamisha in 2017, I didn't personally, 
This is my own personal journey. I didn't need two years, four or five years to decide if I wanted to marry her. Some people do. That's fine. It's not, there's no timetable on none of that. I said that to say when I, I knew, I knew. When somebody loves you for real, they know. And everything that hurts you hurts them. So if you're with somebody who's doing some shit that they know is hurting you and they're making excuses or they're trying to manipulate you into believing that somehow this is your fault, get the fuck away from them people because they ain't going to do nothing good for you in your life ever. They will manipulate you until the cows come home until and literally look you in your face and lie to you. And guess what? You know they lying. But you're not doing anything about it because you're afraid to leave. Not because it's, a, it's like a domestic violence situation, but you're just afraid to be by yourself. It's something to be said about a person who can endure hardship in life, start over and be comfortable being by themselves so that they can reset. There's something beautiful in the reset. And I think we don't give that enough credence. Like we don't give that enough power. There is power in resetting. Because if you don't reset, you're going to do the same thing this year that you did last year in these relationships. And the same disrespect is only going to grow and enhance the next year. The saying goes, why buy the cow when you can get the milk for free? Why would a person respect you and, sh and, and, and be loyal to you when they know they can get away with being disloyal and disrespectful and you ain't going to go nowhere? You're still going to do the same things for them. You're still going to be trying to buy them gifts on their birthday and Valentine's Day and Christmas. Hopefully that they'll see that, that you love them and that you, they'll change their ways and, and do better and, and won't hurt you so much. And, and, and you try to bribe them with vacations and, and, and these things, these things you're trying to use to replace the respect and the love and the loyalty in a relationship because it's almost like you're buying their love. Or trying. Then what? Now they just got a bunch of shit. In your heart. And you have nothing left to show for it. At what point does it stop? At what point. Are you going to woman up. Or are you going to man up. And say I'm not going to take this anymore. You are in control of your destiny. Stop letting people who aren't doing shit for you. Control your destiny. If a man can't show you proper love and respect in your face and behind your back, leave his ass. If a woman can't show you proper respect in your face or behind your back, leave her ass. Simple as that. Stop cutting corners. Stop trading respect for a warm body. That shit ain't about nothing, man. You're literally trading your respect because you want somebody laying next to you at night, even though that person might be the most disloyal human being walking this earth. What is it going to take for us to wake up and realize love is a journey? And it takes both people to make this thing work. If somebody 
is allowing you or sitting back watching you go through some of the, the most hurtful and traumatic parts of a relationship because of their actions and they keep doing it, they never cared. I don't give a fuck if y'all had great moments at some point. They never gave a damn about you. They only care about themselves. And the sad reality is, is that we're going to encounter people like that in our lives because that's just how the world works. There are some people out here who are out for self no matter who they have to hurt to get to it. To, no matter who they have to hurt, no matter who they have to step on, they're about their own self, they're about manipulation, and they'll smile on your face. That's the scariest person. Get away from those people. They're not going to do you any good. They're dream killers. They're relationship killers. Get away from those people. Stop holding on to stolen moments. You're worth more than that. You don't have to hold on to stolen moments. You don't have to accept things that look like love, but you know that are not really love. It's not really love. You know the difference. It doesn't have to be that way. That's not love. I pray that everybody was encouraged by this podcast. Um, this podcast was emotional for me. Not just for, not because of me specifically, but just watching people go through this, this stuff. I, I hate it. I really hate it. Because good people shouldn't have to sit back and endure this. Now, that doesn't mean that you're not going to go through stuff. But certain things you can you have control over. You don't have to go through this shit. Don't do it anymore. Stop letting people walk over you. Stop letting people take your love and your kindness for weakness. Stop letting people use you. And stop holding on to parts of a relationship when the entirety of the relationship is messed up. When the love is gone, you'll hold on to anything. But guess what? You don't have to. You can let that you can let what that used to be go. Let it go. Start over. Get your self-respect back. Get your courage back. And the next person that comes along is going to see it in you. You won't have to really say much. They're going to see it in you. If they're not bringing seriousness to the table, if they're not if they're not coming to the table to be for real, leave the ass alone, man. Straight up. It doesn't have to be that way. I want y'all to go forward, look at your lives, the people that sent it. We always do this thing in the new year where we start purging people from our lives. Do it and 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 do it permanently. If there are people in your lives who aren't good for you, that doesn't mean to, you know, just kick people out your life. But you can't let everyone have 100 percent access to you all the time if they're not good for you. And sometimes that can be family. Love people at a distance if you know that they're toxic for you. If you're in a relationship where people are disrespecting you, cheating on you, hurting you, get the hell out of there. Get the hell out and don't look back. Yeah, it's, it's going to hurt for a while. You're going to be by yourself. 
You might have to start over and you might not ever find that, that person again. But if it's coming at the, if it's coming like that and it's based on either your sanity or being in the situation that looks like love, choose your sanity every time. Choose your sanity. I want to thank you guys for tuning in this week. Um, this was, again, this was a very heavy one for me and I, uh, I just appreciate you guys for, you know, rocking with me. I apologize again for the delay in the podcast and, you know, pushing it back a week, but, you know, I wanted to make sure I gave you guys good content. I was a little sick. I didn't want to have you guys hearing me hacking, you know, on this podcast, but it means a lot to me. So we're going to have the discussion. We're going to talk about it. I pray everyone have a blessed week. Continue to have a great new year. And let's go in with this prayer. God, I thank you for this podcast. I thank you for the opportunity to speak to people. Lord, I thank you for this platform. I pray that it blesses somebody, everybody, anybody that needs to hear the words that are coming from me. Lord, I thank you for giving me the ability to speak to people and to reach people. And I pray that a difference can be made. Amen. Till next time, y'all. This is Humbly Not Respectfully, the podcast. Peace.